This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. Coffee, tea, notes. and Jack. Is that the one you? That's you right. Watched? Yeah. What okay, is that? Good. Episode thirty is what it said on Pluto, but right. If you um, minus six, that's twenty-four. Ah, season two, episode twenty-four. Right? Is that right, Jinx? You usually do that part. Okay, hold on. Oh, I'm what? trying are to you? get my. I'm trying <laughs> to... Are you really texting someone else? No, someone right texted me, and I and I opened up my phone to get my notes. And it was someone's text. And she's all, no. Busted. Uh, 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 oh, my yeah. God. What was I supposed to do? Not read the text that just pounced, yeah. pounced up on my phone is what I saw. Pounced. pounced up. It's not loading. Oh and so God. I can't tell you anything. So I didn't even know you were starting. Episode. I didn't even what? know you were starting. We went through this. You didn't see the countdown? I know, but I thought you were like, because you were like, oh, it's okay. Well, t- anyway, I didn't know we were even beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Men, no, we okay. can begin whenever the No, it's oh, fine. Gosh. It's fine. Now guys. I'm self conscious that I'm laughing too much for no reason. Oh my god. Oh no. Now with Stop this it. with this Stop it. No. Yeah, ever since my friend told much. me that. Yeah, I just it's just in my head now. I'm like, okay, yeah. don't laugh. <clears throat> no, you gotta laugh. Otherwise you no one will think we're funny. <laughs> what's the <laughs> what's the, okay what's the episode okay we are watching season two episode 25 coffee 25. tea or jack all right and this is the season two finale season two finale and i'd like to point out this this episode was written by madeline dimaggio wagner and kathy wow. donald ah. two women Ooh. Two gals, two young women. And this is Bon Voyage for director Bill Hoban. No! Is this the last Hoban? This is it. This is Hoban's swan song. Yeah. That's so sad. Is it? We don't know what's waiting for us. It's true. We're about to enter a new era. A whole new era. This guy that's I think is David Powers is his name. He's the director like of the ones in season three coming up, and it looks like he directs throughout the rest of the the series. So, so we're really this just is hitting really like, our stride with David Powers. Yeah, these are like the early years, the Hoban years. Yeah, and like after Gosh. this, it's going to be the bulk of the show as we remember it, directed by David Powers. <laughs> I wonder what he'll sound like. Okay. Excuse me. I was trying to get my David Powers voice, and then I choked myself. Oh. And so like, <laughs> Pardon me. David Powers will probably okay. just end up sounding like Bill Hope. like this a little bit. Okay. So last week. <clears throat> yes. Matteo predicted that coffee, oh, no. tea, Madam Matilda. Madam Matilda. Madam Matilda. Let's get it straight. 
gazed into the crystal balls and said, Coffee to your Jack. We will finally see Jack working at a diner. Everyone's excited to come see him work, but it turns out he's just working as a waiter, and he's kind of embarrassed. And then uh, also, Stanley's on a diet, goes to the diner, gets burgers and fries, and Helen says, no way. Because probably, you know, probably the doctor told them to say oh And uh, at some point, he said, <laughs> That's terrible. Tripper, you're out of here. Oh, yeah, because he gets fired. Yeah. Oh, my And you God. say that he says, Tripper, you're out of here. Wow. <laughs> uh, As Kermit terrible. the Frog once said to um, Lieutenant Frank Colombo, you couldn't be more wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was nothing yeah, about right, that. Nothing right. about that. Nothing about that was correct. I've had some good ones in the yeah. past, but okay. Today, today's prediction was very, very off the board. It was off. Yeah. Very off. It was off. It was off a little bit. But not to say that that would not have been an excellent episode. Oh, sure. I mean. Yeah. You know, these jokers do just about anything. You know I know. I, mean? I know. Come on. We could make we no. these puppies out in no time if we had to. <laughs> Now, I will say, um, I actually thought this was maybe one of the best written episodes I've seen yet. Mm. It was it was solid. It was another one of I those thought, ones that wasn't that entertaining, but was very solid. Hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I thought the jokes weren't really as great. Right. But the stakes were really high. Yeah. And... Uh, it was nice to see, uh, you know, everybody uh, given all the feels. Like, I got a really family vibe from this episode. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. All right, let's, let's start. Okay. Curtain, curtain, opens curtain opens on the Roper's apartment. Ah. Uh, yes. It's always fun when we start with the Roper's. They're obviously preparing for a party. Mm-hmm. And Helen is singing Happy Birthday. Terribly. She's singing it terribly. Yeah. And Stanley <laughs> Beyond is noticing. terribly. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley has noticed. Stanley, who's working on the balloons. He's just blow he's like oh my god. Stanley is like half blowing up a hundred balloons. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> so sad. It's and Helen's using all kinds of streamers that have nothing to do with birthday. Like, I think there was uh-huh. like red, white, and blue 4th of July streamers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, some well, that's probably like flower arrangements on them. That makes sense, because later, like, uh, well, we'll get to it, but when Jack's not showing up and Stanley gets pissed and says, I just paid two fifty for those paper plates. I could have got the Leftover Christmas ones for $1.25. Oh, yeah. So maybe he did get Fourth of July leftovers. <laughs> That's true. It's That's on true. brand. Uh, now, it's interesting to me, like, just how far in price party supplies have dropped. You can get it at, like, the 99 cent store. You can get a really nice party decor yeah. spread. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. can get a whole spread yeah. at the at the dollar store for sure. Yeah. Sorry, the dollar twenty five store. Yeah, it's dollar twenty five. <sighs> inflation, 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 inflation. It's killing us. It's killing us at the dollar twenty five store. Quartering us to death. I like. I like. It. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> 
Okay. All okay. Right. So, oh, oh, uh, Stanley's like, what do you want me to do with? Do you have any idea where you want me to put these balloons? Right. She's like, yeah, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. She wants him to put him up his ass, right up his butt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, where she oh, wants him. Now this part, and you can tell us if we're wrong, Matteo, but we believe that this part is much longer. Uh, in the original form than it is on the Pluto TV because the, they start talking. The scene? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And I feel like it just like scoops out the middle of it basically. Yeah. Is what it feels oh, like. Yeah. Um, it does. But she starts talking about the time she left him. Yeah. Oh. And Stanley's no, like, that did not happen on Pluto TV. Yeah. yeah, she says that he went on a he went on a bender. He or went something. on a bender, and she walked out. She on walked him. out on him, but she came back three hours later. Yeah, but she said oh. that she did leave him because he was spending so much time up at uh, with that bleached blonde in three oh seven. Up in three oh seven. Three oh seven. Yeah, toss that yeah, into yeah. your dice of how many apartments are in this goddamn uh-huh. place. 307. There's seven apartments up there? On the third floor. On the third floor. Come on. And there's no way there's just seven because it's got to be eight. If it's 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 a round number of of apartments, it's a lie. 307 doesn't exist. This is crazy talk. Uh, where are all these neighbors in 307 yeah. oh my god well maybe they were, maybe they lived in a different place in like an apartment complex at right. some point that the story took place you know what perhaps I mean? perhaps perhaps um and he says why did you come back then and she says well she figured that he spent a lot of time in their apartment too and nothing ever happened so <laughs> so it was fine so it was fine <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway. No, they don't. They don't reference that conversation the rest of the episode. But I, I no. knew that they had cut something out because the edit was just really abrupt and didn't make much sense. Yeah, yeah. And we find out that this is a surprise party for Jack mm-hmm. for his birthday. Right? Yeah. Did we mention that before? I don't think. We I don't mentioned think that. they had mentioned that. Yeah, before. I don't think they I mentioned think it. Before. Comes up towards the end of the scene, and that's when Pluto TV cuts back to it. Yeah. Oh, they cut it out of the middle of the scene. I think so. Fascinating. Yeah. And uh, well, I don't know because Stanley know. is complaining about throwing Jack a surprise party. Is he complaining about it? Okay. Yeah. In the beginning, yes, he yeah, is. That's yeah, true. that's true. So that's I don't so know. Maybe it was just lopped off the end. Then I don't know. Yeah. I think it was just lopped off the end. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, so, so then we go, go to the kids' apartment. We're in yeah. the kitchen and. Uh, Chrissy is has been preparing a birthday cake for Jack, and he she's how many curlers in her hair. Um, Janet and Chrissy have both had birthdays. This this is Jack's first birthday. Okay, this saved his season finale. Season finale, big birthday episodes every Um, year. Maybe yeah. Okay, Chrissy's got curlers in her hair, and she's got a denim shirt on with a bleach stain on the front. Right, and like some big Mm -hmm. jeans, and she's got this crooked cake she's made, and out comes (laughs) in comes Janet in Uh sweats, like a sweat. Sweatsuit kind of thing. And a sweatpants. Yeah, a sweatsuit. 
That's cold sweats. I guess so. It's, 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 it doesn't look like it matches or anything. It's still a sweatsuit. I suppose so. She's wearing sweats. <laughs> yeah. That's she's different sweats. than a sweatsuit. No. I think so. This as looks as like your little brother's been playing Nintendo for four days. And sweatpants. You're wearing a sweatsuit. I don't care if they match or not. Hmm, what do you think, Maddie? Mm-hmm. I need, we need to know. Sweat, they don't call them sweatsuits anymore, but back in my day, they surely did. And that's a sweatsuit mm-hmm. if I've ever seen That's exactly right. right. And I mean back in our day. I mean, I'm saying, of course, then. Right. Now, we would not call it that. We would call it like the no, Now they just call them sweatsuit. With- <laughs> now they just call it, they just call it evening wear now. <laughs> Ah, a suit made out of sweat. Yeah, a suit out of made out of sweat. It's got a jacket and a tie. <laughs> a sweat suit. A sweat suit. I can really sweat in this. Yeah. It's really sweaty <clears> in <throat> here. You'll mm. say it in the commercials. But that's exactly – they used to wear those, that sweat suit that ja- Janice was, ja- Janet was wearing <laughs> with like uh, – what do you call <laughs> those? Chuck Taylors, like a pair of black and white yeah. Chuck Taylors. Uh-huh. And, that's what, and that, was, that was gym clothes. That was all the gym clothes uh-huh. there were. Yeah, that was it. It's true. Uh, okay, so um, yeah, okay, she comes yeah. in. She's made. She they go over the cake. It's slanted. No, wait. Can, okay, wait, wait. What? Pause. Was anyone else really bothered by the fact that Chrissy's curler set was obviously a mm. just like thing put on top of her hair like a wig? <laughs> Right. Uh, like you, you could see her them. hair. You could see her full hairline underneath yeah. the curlers that were empty that were covered with a scarf. And it was just the thing that was put on top of her hair. Right. And it bothered well, me the whole time. That, but I remember that like girls used to have like more don't didn't they wear it like that? Like kind of curlier on top and then but like something underneath was not curly. Yeah, but Am there was no hair in the curlers at all. None. It was I empty curlers. Weird. Yeah. Okay, I thought that looked weird. Doesn't yeah, bother yeah. me because I think sometimes deep down I feel like I'm watching some performance at a high school. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Now you wait sure, a minute. Sure. <laughs> That's I the mark of the like, I'm like, well, they got to get into. They got to get it off years. fast for the next scene. Right. Right. These you know? are choices. Quick change um, type I, of deal. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I also think that, like, on two TVs, you would never have seen that level of detail. No, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That's Good why point. it took forever to see Jack's wiener pop out of his shorts, because they just didn't. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Chrissy's made this cake. Sorry. I interrupted right. you right there. The cake is, like, slanted, and it says, happy birthday. And then there's a Y on the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they have a long conversation about how it doesn't need to say Jack because he knows it's his birthday and he knows his name. Right. And they're not going to be singing Happy Birthday Harry. So they don't need it. Right. They don't need it. And Janet's <laughs> like, hey, good point. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she tells her to put some icing like around the <sighs> on the corners. And she ends up. No. It doesn't come out, so she Whatever. looks at it and splooshes her face she just with splooshes icing. her face with icing yeah. because the Hoban was like, Yeah. 
Yeah, why don't you get yeah, some of that right in look, your face? That's gonna look good. <laughs> that's my hobo. <husband>. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like the creepy voice in Hoban's head. <laughs> he th- she's the voice that thinks of all the dirty stuff to uh, the show. <laughs> okay, all right. They have okay. this cake. So and then the don't doorbell you rings. Think that we are gonna at some point make this cake. Mm. Like we're gonna make. Oh our, yeah, totally. I'm either gonna make this cake or I'm gonna take screenshots and take it to a place and be like, "Can yeah. you make this cake for me?" Yeah. It's gonna happen. Okay. That that sheet cake looks so good. We gotta do that. Um. So then the doorbell rings. Ding dong. Janet's like, "Hey, try to put some of that on the cake." And she goes to get the uh, door, and she answers the door and. It is Susan Walters. Susan this Walters. Paddykins. Uh, big name Paddykins. Big, big Paddykins. Tell us all about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Lonnie Anderson. Lonnie Anderson of WKRP in Cincinnati fame. Now, this is interesting. Lonnie Anderson was not a big deal at this point. Uh, she had not yet landed the role on WKRP. Oh. And in fact, um, she started, uh, her acting debut came in in a, in a small film called Nevada Smith in 1966. However, it starred Steve McQueen. Mm-hmm. But um, for whatever reason, it was nearly a decade before uh, she actually started to get like guest roles on television toward the mid-70s. Uh, she was on two episodes of SWAT. And then on the sitcom Phyllis, which is a spinoff of the Mary Tyler Moore show oh. starring Cloris Leachman as Phyllis Lindstrom. Okay. Um, now, this is a fascinating Three's Company fact. Lonnie Anderson actually auditioned for the role of Chrissy. Oh, that's uh, right. And, and didn't win the role, but she ended up guest starring as Susan Walters uh, on the second season. And that appearance brought her to the attention of ABC, but then mm-hmm. also eventually the people who hired her to work on WKRP in Cincinnati. This was a very big deal for her um, because she made a big splash with this small role. Uh, and then, you know, of course, she went on to, 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 you know, fame and fortune in the acting world, but she's also very known for having a colorful personal life, uh-huh. uh, particularly her relationship uh, and marriage to actor. Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Burt Reynolds, everyone. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit thing. Bravo. You know, you know, my college boyfriend looked like a young Burt Reynolds. Huh. Yeah. Oh. Isn't that nice? Okay. Isn't that nice? Oh, that's a, that's my a early bird. college uh, boyfriend. <laughs> Get it. My college boyfriend looks like an old Burt Reynolds. He does look like an old Burt Reynolds now. Now he does. <laughs> Like really, really old, <laughs> older than Bert actually got. Um, uh, I just like it because uh, only yeah. o- only old women would ever point that out. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, so okay. Susan Walters, Lonnie Anderson. Lonnie Anderson. She's a knockout flight attendant. Yeah, she comes in. She's wearing a flight attendant hat and her uniform. Yeah, and. Uh, 
you know, and the girls, I mean, in their sweatsuits and their roller hats. Yeah, they really had to make them look shitty. Yeah. They were because like, normally it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. And so, okay, Chrissy comes in, everything. She says she's looking for Jack. And uh, right away, this Susan's a dick. Right, guys? <laughs> oh, yeah. Susan's totally a dick. She's all like, oh, fine. I'll just wait. They're fine. And then when they're like, yeah. oh, it's Jack's birthday. She's like, oh. Right. It's Jack's birthday. I had no idea it was Jack's birthday. Yeah. And then she's going to go freshen up. Freshening up. In the bathroom. What does Janet say? If that's freshening up, like. If that needs freshening up. How can you freshen that up? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Uh, what it was. I thought that was a great line. So she goes, (laughs) yes, she goes to the bathroom and they have that little exchange. And then Jack comes home. Yeah, while she's in the bathroom. While she's in the bathroom. And they're like, there's a girl here for you. And um, then she starts singing. And Jack recognizes, he'd recognize those lungs anywhere, he says. Which I thought this would come up again later. Spoiler, it doesn't. Three or four. It's so stupid. Now, what song does she sing? Oh, oh shit. shit! What does she sing? Um, she sings. Um, it's a really shit. cheesy song from the seventies, and yeah. I was really surprised that they got say it there? her to no. sing it. What? It's uh, I just saw it. I can't remember, but I I even remember taking note of it at the time in my brain and thinking like, what a dumb. But I keep oh, thinking I her singing it. is going to come up again later and that that's why they had that whole moment because of him <laughs> recognizing her, you know, and the whole thing. And that didn't even matter. I forget what movie it was in, but I think it was like in a Sofia Coppola film where some woman was singing Midnight at the Oasis as she's getting herself ready in the morning. Oh my god! It was just so irritating. It was like a, it was like that level Shit. irritating. Whatever song Lonnie Anderson was singing. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I could find it, but I well, can't find we'll it. Well, we'll figure it out. And we'll, okay, we'll um, recap. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, Jack seems terrified of Susan. Yeah, Jack because is. He he's had a you know obviously she's she's keeps stringing him along and they've had an on again, off again thing. And he just and turns to jello. He yeah. turns to jello whenever she's around. Yeah. What did you compare it to? You compared it to, to, um, Parks and Rec. Oh yeah. I said it was the Jack Tripper, uh, Susan Walters dynamic that we later saw in, uh, Parks and Recreation with Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally's characters. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Ron and Tammy, right? Ron and Tammy. <laughs> Ron and Tammy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, anyway, she's he says she filed me away so many times I thought I had a catalog number. <laughs> I was like, I bet that joke <laughs> That's a good still one. lands. That's a good one, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I mean you'd have to know what a card catalog was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So he's like, she's manipulative. I got to get the heck out of here. And he hightails it. But then the girls stop him and they're like, no, you need to get closure. You have to face up to her to prove to yourself that you're over her. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. He's like, I've, I've matured. And he sits down. Yeah. And goes to cross his legs and gets his foot caught on oh the God. table. He's like, I'm great. not going to make a big deal out of things or something. And, <laughs> yeah. he, and then he gets his foot stuck in the table and he's like, now look what's happened. Uh, he's like, get it off. Oh I, can't, I can't deal with this. <laughs> and it is the funniest well, part of the whole great. episode to me. I loved it. I thought it was great when you went to sit down on the couch, but he completely misses. Oh, yeah. Yes. But as he as he jumps up, he back kicks the couch as yeah. though he's mad at it and then completely turns 180. I mean, it was insane. That guy, I can't believe his, he can leap around and jump around like that. Yeah. It, it, that's that's really not easy. And so, like, you know, that thing that, that your moms always say where they're like, you know, clowns have to be really good at what they do to make it look this sloppy, you yeah. know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like that. It's like that. How all your moms explain like clowning that. to you. <laughs> you didn't have that. Like my mom. Okay, my oh, mom's know. famous thing. <laughs> my mom's famous thing was when there were people that would like ice skate poorly. You oh. know how that would always be a bit, like a comedy bit they would right. do on things or whatever. Uh, she would say, "You know, he's a good ice skater because you'd have to be a good ice skater to make <laughs> it look this bad." <laughs> Every time. Every time. (laughs) And she would say it about people falling down and clowning and stuff. Oh, man. I thought everyone got lessons in clowning from their moms. I didn't know. Oh, man. Okay. It explains a lot. So at this point, uh, Susan comes out of the bathroom. Oh, and Jack says he's cool. He's going to be like an iceberg, is what he says. And she comes out, and he gets this great look on his face. Where he's, like, <laughs> he's already like, he's fucked already. Yeah, but he's like, he's, trying, he's holding it together. It was like as soon as he lays eyes on her, and because uh, we're supposed to remember, we're supposed to think she's a hot bottle of sauce, right? I have a hard time with it. Oh, really? Tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just don't find her to be a hot bottle of sauce. That's so fascinating. I just don't think she's very pretty, yeah. and I don't think she's very. I I see her as this iconic person, yeah. that I recognize as being a hot bottle of sauce. But it, but like if right. if I didn't know that part, like of like I didn't know she was famous for being this this like hot. Burt Reynolds piece, I I would just be like, what? She, she looks like a grasshopper. Her eyes are really far apart. <laughs> oh, I I always did find there to be a difference between like Farrah Fawcett and and Lonnie Anderson. To me, Farrah Fawcett had something. I don't know. There was like a there yeah. was a there, there. Whereas with Lonnie Anderson, like I never really was. I don't know. I didn't. I just. I felt like I never knew who she was. I'm sure she's a perfectly nice person, yeah. but I just. It, it just didn't have the same kind of thing. Yeah. Or she's well, a little blurry behind her, the eyes. A little bit, or even comparing her to Suzanne Summers, who um, later on in this episode is whew, really gonna, uh, uh, really gonna show why she's she had to be Chrissy. 
Right, right. That's true. I mean, this, true. this may be completely sexist. Okay. Um, but that's what we're here for. To right. be completely sexist. That's why we're here. Um, that's why we've that's gathered, why we've here gathered today. tonight. <laughs> but I think uh, as a, a young man mm-hmm. growing up in the 80s, mm-hmm. uh, I think because I don't – I didn't watch WKRP that much. Right. Like I saw it a few times. And I, I saw her like this, like an incidental thing. Yeah. So I didn't have much of an impression of her – as a performer at all. Just a personality. Right. And yeah. so I just think I kind of superimpose like she's in Stroker Ace with Burt Reynolds, so I remember that and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I think I just put like she must always just play like a bimbo. Yeah. Showing lots of cleavage and she's blonde. And yeah. like that was probably what she always did. I don't know if that's true. I don't honestly. either. Now thinking I don't about really it, I'm either. like, huh. I don't know. Do you have more experience with her? At all, Nadia? With who? Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, did he get busted? No, 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 he was telling you, he was texting me. He was texting me about I, I was not even going to jump in. I no, never okay. text. Okay. No. I never text. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. So Lonnie Anderson or Susan Walters says that she came in for Jack's birthday, which is a shocking moment. A shocking moment because she just established she didn't know it was she Jack's birthday. And now he's like, you remembered my birthday? <gasps> and she's like, how could I forget? Remember how we celebrate how we celebrated my birthday last year. Mm-hmm. And Jack takes her and dips her down like it's like gone with the wind and yeah. just lays, lays a big smacker her. on her. Yeah. And um, they must have had a lot of intimacy they, training, which is a thing that I've learned that people do in film and theater uh-huh. when they have to oh, yes. be intimate with each other. That was a big other. job now. Intimacy coordinator. Yeah. What the hell are they doing? Oh, so, for instance, uh, there was a scene on a show that uh, Philip worked on, and I won't say the actors or the show because I'm sure they're very okay. excited about that sort of thing. But uh, the actress wanted to make sure that even though they were doing a nude scene, that under the sheets there was a yoga mat between the two actors. Um. And uh, the intimacy coordinator uh, takes that note from the actress, arranges for the yoga mat to come in and, uh, you know, walks around with a robe for whoever needs to have robes on. And they make sure that everyone's out who doesn't absolutely need to be in the room uh, when they, when they oh, film it. Interesting. It's a yeah. big, it's a big thing now. And it didn't used to be, um, it just used to be that people would just get actors would just get into bed naked with one another and, yeah. yeah. Do the do the thing. So it's it's very different nowadays. It's all negotiated and contracted and you know the intimacy coordinator is is also keeping an eye to make sure that everybody's holding to the stipulations of the agreements for the scene. Right. Listen, you know, coming from the generation of people who all had our first kisses on stage in public, it's hard for me to oh. understand this. Yeah. But, I, yes. but I, I see why it's a big deal. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's harder for some actors who have been working for decades and decades to understand it too. It's a big yeah. change. It's a big change. That is a yeah. big change. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, oh, and uh, just before Jack, uh, before all this happened, I mm-hmm. guess, I uh, forgot to mention that they had like concocted this, you know, Chrissy had concocted this convoluted way of getting Jack out of the house and then back to the house for the party. Right. And then Janet was like, why don't you just say, Hey Jack, let's go for a walk on the beach and then bring him back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at this point they're kissing him and Adam. Susan are kissing. Yeah. And, uh, Chrissy says, hey, Jack, do you want to go for a walk on the beach? <laughs> and that's our, uh, Chrissy. Our commercial. <laughs> Chrissy, 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 Chrissy. Oh my God, Chrissy. So, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of Chrissy. At some point during this episode, Jake said, Does Chrissy have to be the buffoon? <laughs> I said, well, that's kind of the whole thing but yeah yeah, yeah. Kind of, that's her jam i uh uh i had uh a lot of chrissy's curlers like the curlers chrissy was mm. supposedly wearing and her not sure. actually wearing curlers that style and also those pink foamy curlers remember those that were like uh, the pink yeah. Oh, foam rollers. Yes, yes. That gave you. They gave you the Cindy Brady curls. That's why you had those. Was to get Cindy Brady curls, and then you had the big Man. ones to get like the Chrissy Snow. Farrah Fawcett. Oh, the, yeah, the yeah. Chrissy Farrah Fawcett. You had to have that great haircut to get the Farrah Fawcett, though. Mm, yeah, I had it once. That one Halloween when we all dressed like um, characters from. Stranger Things. And oh, Alicia so and I cute. were the moms. We were the moms from Stranger Things, and she was one on a writer, and I was the other mom that's just always in a bathrobe with yeah. like a <laughs> with like a cross necklace and feathered hair. That yeah. mom, I was that mom. Oh, nice. And I had that Pretty. nice feathered hair. Yeah. yeah. So. That was fun. That was a good <clears> time. <throat> that was a good costume year. Yeah. Now, wait, have we gone to commercial? We go to commercial here, don't we? We're in commercial, yeah. We're in commercial commercial right now. It's happening. Oh, okay. Okay. Do we have commercials? Do you have some some commercials to talk about? I was just talking about Halloween costumes. That's all I That was where I was. Sure. And why Um, would you? you, Yeah, why not? (laughs) Do you know what your first Halloween costume was, you guys? No. My oh, yeah. The first one I remember is the Hulk one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I wanted so to be the, the Incredible Hulk so bad. Like the, like, I, the, like the TV show, The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, like Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Bill Bixby. So my mom, I still have the pants. My mom mm-hmm. cut the pants, like ripped them. Yeah. And cut them and like... And they're tiny little pants. Oh my god, they're tiny. They would fit a baby. They're so yeah, tiny. I was like, like these are. It was like two or three. And she painted me with like green paint, whatever. Uh-huh. And then, and I was like, great. And like, you know, I'm having the best time. Yeah. And then we're gonna go out, and she puts a red sweatshirt on me. <sighs> 
Mom. Yeah. Whoa. She's like, it's cold. I'm like, <laughs> not the Hulk. The Hulk doesn't get cold, <laughs> yeah. Mom. And we were poor and couldn't afford luxuries like green. So <laughs> I put on a red sweatshirt. <laughs> So you just look like you had like torn pants. I, yeah, well, I was a zombie or something <laughs> yeah, at that like point. A just a zombie. Hulk cold. I have this. <laughs> I have this. Hulk catches death. I have this ingrained memory of of a Halloween where I dressed like a football player. It was during oh. the Bengals Super Bowl. Mm ordeal and so I was getting a lot of use out of this football uniform that we happen to have at home so I was dressing like a football player and this man who was like a dad of someone my age was like oh football because I had a helmet on and Uh he was like oh football player you got that helmet on and he threw a stick at me to like to like like he thought it wouldn't hurt me or something because I had a helmet on. And it totally like poked my face in the helmet. Yes. And I remember just being like crushed. Like I was so defeated and just like like I felt so bad and so embarrassed. And this buffoon was just all like like oh. and I remember oh, it so like I can remember the feeling right now. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate accessing good. it. Um, <laughs> my parents dressed me up for my very first Halloween as Hollywood's gayest android hermaphrodite robot, C3PO. Um, oh, I love I it. I think they made me gay. I think that's what that did. You think that's what did that's it? What did it? I and think that was it. <laughs> and that's why I'm a butler. And that's why I'm so polite <laughs> and gay. <clears throat> oh. so it explains uh, everything. Explains you know what? Everything. I really respect a butler. Yeah. Like when you look at like what a butler actually knows and can do, I respect a butler. You respect a butler because the first time we had a male stew on our yachting show, yeah, he was a butler. Yeah, and I realized. And we were like, hot damn, the butler knows what's up. And you know why else I have respect for butlers? Why? Because the kids at the preschool where I teach uh-huh. there, they have no respect for butlers. And they're like, do this for me. And you're my butler. <gasps> yeah, and I'm like, first of all, you don't. You don't want to talk to your butler like that. No, that's so rude. That's rude. That's not your slaves. You don't get slaves. Uh, they are not, your employee. There's, and there's also not a funnier word than butler. <laughs> butler. Buttle. <laughs> Buttle. I'm gonna just be buttling along. Anyway, yeah, guys. Keep, Butler's more respect. Yeah, give Butler's more respect. Like this whole the Butler did it bullshit. It's got to stop. Yeah. It's got to stop. Of course they blame the Butler. Of course they do. Because yeah. the Butler's just been there oh my. the who, whole goddamn time. Who committed this classy murder? Oh, oh the Butler must oh. have. He does everything yes, else. Must be the help. Hashtag, <sighs> yes, all Butler's. Yes. God, okay. I think we've gone off on butlers for right. long enough. Oh, show's back. Okay, it's back on. Okay. So back in the apartment, Jack and Susan 
are standing behind the couch with Jack saying things like, Susan, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) And Janet and Chrissy are off to the side. Uh, uh, to the other side of the couch, we had like, we got to figure out what to do. So they're, they've decided they're going to go out, Jack and, uh, and Susan, they're going to go to the Regal Beagle apparently. Mm-hmm. So the girls are panicking because they don't know how to get Jack to his party. And they want right. to warn him away from Susan because they know that she's a liar she's a and she's a fraud. And, um, and that's, when, so, that's when Janet comes up with that crazy idea. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Jack and, Jack and Susan leave. And, uh, oh, yeah. And Chrissy says, when will you be back? And he says, que sera, sera. And she says, that's too <laughs> she late. Says, that's too late. That's great. That's <laughs> such a great line. That was, that a, good, was a good one. That was a good and, one. Uh, so they go out and leaving the girls there. And they're concerned. They're genuinely concerned for Jack. Like, they're worried about his feelings. They're not just, like, worried about the party part. They're, like, really worried about what she might yeah, do to Yeah, well, him. they're also worried they're going to lose Jack. Oh, yeah. And this part I don't really remember from Pluto TV, but I might have been distracted. But there's the whole part where uh, they're sitting there. On the couch? Yeah, and they're fretting about what's going to happen if she steals Jack away mm-hmm. from them. And Chrissy's like... Well, I'll have to. You no, know, I it's, remember it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It wasn't both. No, where Janet's like. And Janet keeps saying she keeps answering everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then Chrissy ends up <gasps> saying the same thing. We're gonna have to cook our own meals. So Chrissy, I saw that. I saw that one coming a mile away. I know. Yeah. I know. But come yeah, on, they still did it. They still was, really pulled it off. <laughs> so yeah. So then they come up with this. Uh, this cockamamie scheme to get Jack back. Uh, what are they going to do? They're going to make Chrissy seduce Jack. What? Back <laughs> yeah. into into the. She's got to go down and be sexy and lure him home. And that's going to make him not want Susan anymore. Yeah. And it's going to make right. him come home. Now, what do you think of this plan? First of all, I don't remember there being this much like overt flirtation and like sexual. Like, I don't remember them like coming on to each other and stuff. Like, I thought that was all taboo. My mind must have been the the kids. Yeah. They don't. That's why it was so crazy that Janet put Chrissy up to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. like where's this where's this supposed where's, to end? Yeah, yeah. What's this going to be? Yeah, are we doing it or not? It's weird. It's a weird plan. Well, and then where do we go from here? So, uh, yeah. So, so then we go down to the Regal Beagle, and Jack we and do Susan. Go down to the Regal Beagle. Yeah, they're, they're toasting. The they're talking about flying. They're having as wine. like a metaphor for sleeping together. Yeah. Right, they're, and they're ready for for liftoff or yeah. whatever. And uh, yeah, they're toasting with wine to tonight. Mm. Jack is completely under her spell, mm-hmm. as per usual. Uh huh. 
And <laughs> so as they're like making out at the table, mm-hmm. this is when Chrissy enters. In Saunders Spanish Chrissy. I don't know why that what the hell she's but doing. What was that outfit? I mean, the flowers on her shoes alone. Yeah, yeah. I know. This her is her shoes, sexy her outfit, hair. Guys. Her cleavage. Sexy doesn't even begin to say that. She looked like she was dressed to go perform in a cartoon, like Moulin Rouge brothel mm-hmm. extravaganza. Yes. I couldn't even yeah. explain. It was like Broadway over the top opera. I couldn't yeah, understand. She was it, but like, I was I'm on say, my way to my first flamenco class. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is this Chrissy's <clears throat> sheltered idea. Of, being of what a, a seductive, seductive lady. lady looks like. I love when she comes in striking the pose that Janet taught her with the hand yeah. on the hip, the hand <laughs> on the head, and a canted hip. And she yeah. just looks like she needs a chiropractor. And I really just love this scene in general because this is this is what I'm talking about, you know, in terms of like, you know, a Suzanne Summers versus Alani Anderson. I felt like Suzanne Summers in this scene really shows that Chrissy is a character that she has crafted who has her own body language. And then to do the, to do the physical comedy, I was just so impressed. It happened. Bang, bang, bang. She was just throwing John Ritter and that poor waitress all around the Regal Beagle. um, So innocently, it was great. This was a great scene for Chrissy. No, you're right. You're right. And I see that. But my but whole point. This is when she's like, "Why does she have to be a buffoon?" My whole point of why does Chrissy have to be a buffoon <laughs> was that, like, in real life, Chrissy's Chrissy's a total smoke show, and she would she would totally take down Lonnie Anderson. She doesn't. She doesn't quite know it. I think because she does it so innocently, and that's what and makes her creature's so daughter. Maybe, but you don't think you don't think now that she's been in LA for a while, she knows her way around gentlemen a little I bit. I don't think so. I think a girl like Chrissy is like one of those girls who probably was nothing until that one summer she came back from eighth grade into ninth grade and <laughs> everything's different, but it just doesn't register to Chrissy. Like she doesn't trade on it in the show. Her character doesn't trade on it in right, situations. Right. Um, <clears throat> I think she just doesn't know. <laughs> she has no idea, which is why I think we love yeah. her so much and why yeah. it's completely acceptable for her to be in the clothes that she is living with Jack the way that she does. It's just not important to her. Right. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Everyone. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. So Chrissy comes over and she's like, and they do all the things. And then Jack is so Jack finally sends her home after all the 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 physical comedy you just mentioned. Um, And this is when, so then he sits back down with Susan and they're like, he's like, all right, they're about ready to go. Yeah, do and, and he's saying they're not ready to take off. They're not you know just I mean. about ready to go do it, but he's, gonna he's fly. like, he's like, and we're going to make this. This is going to be like a thing forever. Yeah, right. And she's like, right, right. She's yeah. into it. Like this is. And a he's thing like, forever. ah, Susan. But what Jack doesn't see that we do is the pilot that's just come in. Oh, standing the pilot, <laughs> Captain Roger Chadway. Roger Chadway. Yeah, Captain Roger so Jack says, oh, Susan, and she goes, Roger. 
Roger. Roger. Do you have any info on our second Paddykins? Oh, corn! I guess there is a second Paddykins. <laughs> I didn't even register oh, that guy. Corn. I was so taken. Uh, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> As she Roger starts, Chadwick. she like immediately because Roger's there. Something. She immediately, while you're getting that, I'll just. His name is Bruce Bauer. Hmm. Bruce Bauer. That's all I know about him. Oh, evidently he was on uh, he was on NYPD Blue. Uh, you could find him in Knight Rider, uh, Charlie's Ooh. Angels. He's he's. Um, it's interesting. <clears throat> he the Three's Company uh, role that he got was the second role he ever got. The first one happened on As the World Turns, where he played play a character. And that was in 1956. He gets nothing from 56 to 78. What? Whoa. So he must have been like the a child actor. Maybe somebody. he was a child actor. Yeah, he was born in 44. Um, I think his parents must have been somebody to get him onto that show when he was a little kid. And then yeah. he comes back. And the first thing that he does is Three's Company in 78. Huh. Uh, before he goes on to do a, 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 an episode of Charlie's Angels. He was in an episode of Chips. Uh, the Fall Guy. Knight Rider. Um, and then he gets two, two episodes of NYPD Blue in 2001. But that's pretty much it. Um, wow. huh. that's a that's a tough yeah that's a tough career wow wow well, i'm sorry i asked uh <laughs> <laughs> i think it's just, I think it's just interesting. I, i'm sure that he had like yeah. a day job and that this acting yeah. was stuff that you know you're just hoping that you get one of those roles where you know right. it becomes something <laughs> Fascinating. well well it becomes clear that roger chadway is, captain roger chadway is fooling around Canoodling. Canoodling, if you will. Yeah. With old Susan Walters mm-hmm. in their spare time. And it's obvious she her, her behavior immediately changes towards Jack. She mm-hmm. starts kind of backpedaling. Their old friends. On uh, the intimacy that she was going mm-hmm. along with before. And uh, he drops some – Jack drops something on the floor. He knocks her handbag onto the floor. That's it. And he goes under the table to retrieve it. And he sees that they are both rubbing each other's knees. <laughs> and he is under there for I mean, a long time. Yeah, he's watching it for a while. Long enough for Hoban's camera to slowly <laughs> pull back to reveal the whole tableau. It's t- <laughs> This was so painful. <laughs> this was you wouldn't. You just didn't have to do it. This didn't have to take two weeks, but it was like no, it was a whole thing. Two shot, three shot, yeah. close up. So he realizes. Jack realizes in this moment that Susan is no good. Yep. This this snaps him out of it. Yeah, he realizes that he's he's done, and he's just got to make a point now. We know that this by is his head crashing into the table, right? <laughs> Knocking some sense into himself. Yeah, and that's all we get of that. We yeah, just that's get, it. we mm-hmm. yeah we we surmise all this. Yeah, and so then, and then we're back at the Ropers. we're back at the Ropers, and Stanley they're waiting around for the party. Stanley's <sighs> got a party hat on and a weird fake nose. It's so stupid. She's it's funny because he takes. Off that nose, and his nose is crazier than the fake nose. <laughs> yes, 
It's ridiculous. <laughs> but he's only wearing um, the nose so that Helen can make that joke later about Stanley make sure take off that nose. Right. And he's like, I did. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. Oh, so dumb. Boy. Okay. So they're all waiting for Jack and Chrissy to show up. Yeah. That they've been for a walk on the beach, supposedly, now at this point, because Chrissy seduced him back. Right. And they think that they're going to show up, and the doorbell rings, ding dong, and they all get in place, and they jump out, and surprise! And and it's it's just Chrissy. And she does one of those slap snort things she does. (laughs) I love that. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, so then she tells him what's going it didn't on. Work. She didn't the plan. Didn't, didn't work. work. And uh, Helen's like, "Well, great." And she's really disappointed, and yeah. so disappointed that when the doorbell rings, she doesn't even occur to her that it might be Jack. So she right. just goes and opens it up, <clears throat> and then slams it back. And Jack and Susan are out there. It's Jack and Susan. And she slams the door on him, then has him turn out the lights. I just said that like it was major gossip. It's, I was it like, it was is Jack and Susan. Jack and Susan. Shown up. <laughs> Can you believe the Jack nerve? And fucking Susan. <laughs> anyway. So she slams the door and they then turn they out the do lights. Surprise. A surprise. Um, and after they exchange <clears throat> all the happy birthdays, all that. Then he says, I have a surprise for you all. Mm-hmm. This is Jack. a weird way to resolve all this. I know. To bring her so... back. I guess she says she's got to get her stuff yeah. from the apartment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he says, we're, get, we're getting married. He says, I'm, I'm getting married. married. That's right. Yeah. And he says, uh, in the morning, I have an uncle who's a judge or something like that. Janet's um, all like, you don't have an uncle that's a judge. He's like, I have an uncle that's a judge. <laughs> and Susan's like, uh, actually, what day is this? What's, who are we? Uh, What's happening? I have a flight I gotta two go hours. Oh my god, I'm totally Okay, I didn't understand <laughs> any of this at all. So, I'm thinking that what's happening here is that Jack knows that Susan knows that Jack isn't getting married, but that he's giving her an out and she's taking it. And we're all saving face in front of all the friends Mm -hmm. so that Susan can come back to retrieve her bag out of 201. Is that what's happening? Because I think that Jack at the, because at the end of the last scene, he knows that she's full of shit yeah. and that she's not serious about him. Yeah. And so he's like, well, what I'm going to do is call her bluff. Yeah, that's what I think. Too. And he's like. By bluffing? By saying that I think the implication is that they are getting married in the morning. And she's like, oh, shit, I got to get out of here. Because she said that she wanted to make this forever mm-hmm. earlier in the bar. So now. Oh, is yeah. Yeah, so he's like I, calling I her was bluff with so him. lost on that. I just didn't understand why he would say something like that. It seemed yeah. bonkers to me. Yeah, no, that's what it was. He was like proving that he was like once and for all. Yeah. And she says and then uh 
she says, I have to go. I have a flight in two hours. Will you forgive me? And he says, forgive you. I thank you. And she's like, oh, like then she gets it. And then she gets it. But he's she like, realizes. he knows oh. that she's full of shit and she can go now. Yeah. And then can. he's she like, can. yes, I she did can. it. What's it called? Hit bricks. Is she that can. what you say? Kick bricks. Is yeah. that what you say? She can slam bricks. What she do you can, say? What is, say? What is it she that people say? Slap the sidewalk, she baby. Can, she can skin, <laughs> skin sidewalk. <laughs> she can. She, she can, can stop scoot on down the boulevard. She can slide on down the boulevard. <laughs> she can rock down to Electric Avenue for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Hit the shit. Damn it. Hit the shit. She can kick bricks. That's Is a that good sign off, guys. Until next week. <laughs> Hit the shit. Nope. Okay. I thought that was a good one. Okay, anyway. I thought we finally found it. So Susan hits bricks. She hits the bricks. She hits bricks, slaps the sidewalk, whatever you want to say. She slides down the boulevard. She rocks down the electric (laughs) avenue. Avenue. And then they bring out, Helen brings out the cake and they Mm -hmm. sing happy birthday to Jack. Mm. And Helen is singing happy birthday the way she's singing. Oh my God. When she sings now, my my grandma uh-huh. uh, Joyce, yeah, she yeah, it reminds me of that. Oh, but my grandma Joyce could you know she could sing, yeah. But it was like that. We went to San Francisco and we went in one of those recording booths where you can get the t- cassette made. Of you pick a oh, song, yeah. you know, and you're oh, like, God, I, I love this so yeah. much when I was a kid, and it was okay, the first yes. time we'd ever me done too. it. Yeah, and it was my dad and my grandma and my sister and me, and we were. We were like, what can we do? And we picked – it was just like all oldies, you yeah. know? And so it was – we did Love Me Tender. Mm-hmm. And so we all went in there together. <laughs> me and Jenny were just trying not to laugh because Grandma is like, Love Me Tender. And it's no. just – we were just like, oh, my no. God. And so then we were like, we got to do something else. <laughs> Oh my and god. We like, yeah. And we did like Surf in USA, I think it yeah. was. And we kicked Grandma out. <laughs> we told Grandma she had to You're leave. Out, Grandma. She no couldn't way. do that one. Uh, Michael, I wish I still had that tape. Michael, when I would go record those, because I would always go record them at the International Market in Columbus, Ohio. Mm. They had a booth there. And um, whenever I would do it, my goal was to try to be good enough that they would put it on the loudspeaker thing that they used yeah. to like attract other people to come in to yeah. record them. And that was always <laughs> my goal was like, as long as I got them, turn it on the loudspeaker. So awesome. I was like, okay, I did it. I really did it. Oh man. I love that. Those were good that times. But anyway. so difficult because, you know, you have a really nice voice. <laughs> but no, it is, it's just a, you know, it's a stylistic difference. Yeah, it's just a stylistic um, But difference. that's what Helen reminded me of. Helen reminds me of what I feel like every time I sing happy birthday in a group of people. Uh, yeah. That's what I feel like I'm doing. I feel like I'm like dragging and I feel like yeah. I'm like, happy I'm way off. Like, <laughs> time, every time. Oh, uh, never. 
I'm screwing okay. it up for everybody. That's how I, that's what's going on in my head. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so they sing happy birthday. That's it. And then we have the tags. And then there's the tag scene. Which comes back to the birthday party. Yeah. And Jack's blowing out the uh, candles. Uh, he's putting, uh, Janet's just putting the party hat on him. He blows out the candles. Mm-hmm. And then he says he wishes for something good to happen to every one of them. Oh. And Helen makes a sex joke. Makes a sex joke, yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. And then uh, he's trying to cut the cake. And, <sighs> and the knife will cut. not penetrate the cake. No, it's Chrissy's and he cake starts he made. Banging on the knife with his shoe. And she says, I bet you'll never guess who baked it. And he says, U.S. Steel. <laughs> uh, and that's season two of Three's Company. The season two finale. Wow. I thought this was a really great episode yeah. um, to go out on the season with. I, I loved uh, I loved it. I, I did think that it was weird that Larry wasn't invited to the party. Mm. Um, I would have liked true. to have seen Larry. Yeah. In the same building and all. Um, hey, I guess they were at the third floor. Him. Maybe they have their own thing. I like to think he's, he's <laughs> up, on a, up on a ski trip with some lady he met at the car lot. Yeah. That's probably what's happening. Yeah. But uh, overall, I'm going to give this one one of my highest ever ratings for a Three's Company episode. Uh, and this is a good send-off to Bill Hoban, who's been – such a such a force on our show for so long, and we'll say now we have to say goodbye. But I'm going to give this one 4.72 Dominomini boot. Wow, wow. that's good. One. Wow, highest score ever. Yeah, I thought, gonna... I thought it was really well written, composed, acted, great physical comedy. Yeah, uh, we have uh, one of the most high profile patikins we've ever had. I mean, pew pew pew. Across the board, tens, tens, tens. I'm gonna. I mean, my scale only goes through four, but I'm gonna give it three and three quarter stars. Huh? Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I, I was gonna say four, four and a half. Wow! Dominominators. Wow! You get you know wow. you stray from three. Okay. Yeah, I do. Very rare. When, no, threes, very threes rare, just, very rare. Threes, are the, threes are the bad ones. Um, mm-hmm. When we do family ties, <laughs> are they going to be shalalalas? Shalalalas. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, so. <clears throat> we have got to look into the future. Oh wow! Far, That's right. Because even though the the season's over for Three's Company, we don't have a break. No, <laughs> no. season premiere next season. week. What That's are you guys? Great. What are you going to do great. on the hiatus? On the hiatus. <laughs> yeah. okay. I don't know. Okay, got I may go to vineyards in Fresno. <laughs> You should you should no. take a Three's Company road trip sometime and just do like mm. some live little like record into your phone yeah. little like live from Fresno just do live videos. <laughs> That'd be great, and we can have or a go whole down series. To San Diego. <laughs> yeah, we can yeah. have a whole series. You could go to the zoo; it'd be great. 
What was that sound? Oh, gosh, that's right, the zoo opening. That was great. Yeah, it was great. I heard it, too, but it's fine. Yeah. Okay, Uh, all right. Yeah, I wonder if we'll have a new opening. We were talking about that. Are we going to get a new new opening opening credits with the new season? For third season? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. We'll we don't know. What, what's out. this guy's name Does again? Madame Matilda know? Huh? Who's this new director again? No. Uh, shit. What's his name? Peter? No. no. Stephen Powers? Steve. Was it David Powers? David. David, David Powers. David Powers. Mark Mark Powers. Guys, if it's not David Powers, I'm... I'm pretty sure I'm, it's David Powers. Or at least we said it was David Powers previously. If it's not David Powers, I'm going to... Um, he might write a mystery novel about it. David Powers. Yeah, it's Dave Powers. Dave Powers. Dave. What's up, Dave? <clears throat> All right. Madam Matilda, next week's episode, okay. the season three premiere is called <clears throat> Double Date. Oh. This is going to be really fun. I... I think that uh, Chrissy meets a, a character that Janet and Jack really aren't too sure about, but they agree to go with Chrissy uh, on a double date oh. to act as a sort of chaperone and check this guy out further. Okay. Uh, but their plans are thwarted when the Ropers uh, run into some marital difficulties that uh, split them up, forcing Helen to come upstairs and have to spend time in the apartment. Whatever shall we do? Oh, God, that's good. That's good stuff. All right, all right. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> all right. I'm just trying to make sure I have everything. So when I recount it, it's somewhat close to what you said. Well, while Tucker's writing that down, we'll just go ahead and end the episode the way we always do. (laughs) Shit. Hit the shits. (laughs) Hey, you. Hey, you. Toss toss bricks. Hey, until next time, hit bricks. Toss bricks? Toss toss bricks? bricks. No. That wouldn't work. It's toss shits and hit bricks. Toss shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, we have to do something nice. No, that's that. not polite. Well, I don't like it. Is there a public service announcement that we could make at the, at the end of this uh, episode? An announcement? A public service oh. announcement? Perfect. A public service announcement from yours at hers and hers and his. Uh, summer's coming, and it's time for everyone to put on sunscreen. Well, that was another... Public service announcement for murders <laughs> and hers and hits. Oh my god, you guys, that went really, really great. I think I'm that was we were beautiful. Here. That, that was, was amazing. Uh, You're right. I'm glad we got that out to the people. I'm glad we got that out to everyone. That was important. Uh, that's it's really good. You know, the work we do here. <sighs> it's our whole staff, really. It's thankless, it's but thankless. Also, it's, it's very rewarding. It's, our it's not just us. <laughs> um, no, really. There's a team here that is really so committed to. I don't like to throw around good. the word hero. No, <laughs> you don't want to. But there's a lot of them right here. Yeah. There's like, at least three. All right. Okay. 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 We have to end things. We have to end it. It's not you. Right, it's well, me. Uh, it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, 
Face.